It is a very good afternoon. It's Niall Boylan with you for the next hour now. We were going to entitle our show today to protest or not to protest. But we figured that maybe some of you hadn't heard of Shakespeare. Well, according to my producer, maybe they didn't. And can I just say, by the way, it's great to have my producer back again as well. Um, he's out of hospital. We don't know how well he is, but he is out of hospital and willing to work again. So thank you very much indeed. We're very glad to have him now. We do want to talk about protests, those famous protests, of course, from a week and a half ago, uh, where the far right were accused of causing all sorts of ructions. Now, I did speak to during the week on the radio, Michael Healy Ray, and he was more concerned about the intern, of course, losing her phone and her perception of Ireland after feeling unsafe, as he said, being jostled by protesters along with him uh, coming out of the uh, the doll or wherever he happened to be coming out of at the time. And he said he's all in favour of protests. But don't touch him, don't jostle him, and don't use the vile names and the effigies, of course, of the gallows that were seen outside. Now, there has been a lot of condemnation, and politicians have now called for protest exclusion zones. Have you ever heard that like it in your life? Around the doll, and for the defence forces to be drafted in because of increased levels of vitriolic and extreme abuse. A new task force of politicians' uh, safety was set up earlier this year after a number of public representatives revealed how they were targeted both online and in person and sometimes at their homes and constituency clinics. A number of political parties and groupings have made private submissions to the task force, calling for significant new measures, including an exclusion zone around Leinster House, a dedicated unit for politicians to report threats, a notification system for upcoming protests, new evacuation processes for government buildings, and new reporting channel on issues of social media. Now, Senator Jerry Buttermer also supported the idea of what they call a sterile zone, while a meeting between new senior guardy and security staff at the Oireachtas last week considered to use barriers to keep people 1.6 kilometres. It's an odd number, isn't it? Rather than 1.5. 1.6 kilometres away from the doll. Yeah, Kian Corla, Sean O'Fergal, said that he wanted to get the message across that we can't have something of that nature happening in the, in, uh, the immediate environment of Leinster House ever again. But Mr. Malachy Steenson, solicitor, said outlawing protests would be the real threat to democracy and that proposals would, be, would place protesters back in the city centre. He said a 1.6 kilometre is a huge zone. That would mean blocking people right back to the GPO, said Mr. Steenson. Uh, that would be a real attack on democracy, not a small number of people losing the head last week. And uh, uh, the left of Sinn Féin have also held lots more far more disruptive protests around which they seem to have developed a convenient collective amnesia. Actually, just give us a quick look at that particular protest by Sinn Féin. That was going back to 2010. Angus O'Snuggie at the time of the bank bailouts. Let's just play that there. There you go. That was actually far more violent, I think, than what went on a week and a half ago. Yet there were no calls at the time for Sinn Féin to ban protests. And, of course, then we've had other protests in the past. Paul Murphy himself, of course, was involved in protests where he was accused at the time, uh, but found not guilty, of course, of um, keeping the Joan Burton in her car. Now, he did, and other protesters did stop her from leaving her car at that particular time, of course, when they all sat in front of it, and the car couldn't move, obviously. And uh, just remind us of what Paul Murphy said at that particular time in relation to that protest.
The message is, is clear that the arrest should now come to an end. Right? They've terrorised a community. Stop it. Stop terrorising a community. Stop terrorising young people. Stop criminalising protest. End this now. Because really, it's gone well over the top at this stage. And it's a very, very serious attack on the right to protest of everybody. And it should be met by a response of all the people, people, water charges, protesters all across the country. Everybody has an interest now in seeing this political policing come to an end. Let's see political policing come to an end. And of course, he was all for the right to protest in that particular occasion, no matter what it meant, keeping people in their cars for an elongated number of time. Whether you disagreed with it or agreed with it, he thought that was an okay protest to do at the time. Uh, maybe his tune has changed and he's playing a different fiddle at this stage. Anyway, the point is, do you believe there should be exclusion zones for the safety of politicians? All right, let's go to Jessica. Jessica, hi, how are you? Hiya. How are you doing, Jessica? Jessica, I mean, do you think protesters just go too far sometimes and that's why they want these exclusion zones? Uh, no, I mean, it's just me, they're not going far enough. They don't, go, they don't go far enough? No, but like, if you're going to be a politician and you do what they're doing and you make an absolute bollocks of the job, if you ask me, you have what you have coming to you. Well, uh, yeah, okay. They only do they're only doing it because they know, they know they're messed up. They know that everyone's angry and they're like, oh, we need to cover our own arses and fuck the rest of it. I know, look, I understand you know what you have coming to you to some degree, but you don't have coming to you, you know, either physical violence or threats or, I mean, that that's kind of not acceptable. No, not if you're, not if you're a politician. Because like I said, everyone's angry. And today, anger is, anger is like a Coke bottle, right? And every mess that they have is like a mental. You keep putting it in that bottle. The bottle's going to explode at some point. That's a very good analogy, by the way. I like your analogy of the Coke bottle with the mental. No, like, yeah. like what happened the last week that opened the doors? Yeah, week and a half ago, yeah. week before, but either way, like, if you ask me, I think that's just the start of it. I wouldn't be surprised if, say, maybe end of this year, start of next year, I say things are going to get worse. And do you think it's right to, you know, you've seen Michael Healy Ray being escorted away by the police and are the Garda Shikana and you know people throwing things at him, calling them names, you know, jostling and pushing him. Yeah, is that that's that's yeah, not really he, acceptable, he is put it? Him, he, put him, he put himself in the public spotlight. He put himself out there as a politician. Like I said, if you're an, but I'm in the I'm in the public eye. I mean, Jessica, I'm kind of in the public eye. I work in media, but I, and you know, and sometimes people might not agree with some of the things that I say, be it on the radio or here in the podcast. That doesn't mean that they have the right to abuse me. You want to no, say, you're say stuff on... way, like, yeah, but you're not doing what these Egypt are doing. Generally, you're not in control of pretty much the entire country. And what's the big issue no, for you? What's the big <laughs> issue for you at the moment? What's the reason you'd be out protesting? Or if you were out protesting, what's the big issue for you? Well, not that, not that I have the time to, but if I was, <laughs> if I was, it would just be the fact that like, I'm literally 24 and I literally could not I couldn't get a house or a rented apartment or anything like that if I wanted to. Because I'm not lucky enough like them to be on a six-figure job and everything like that. Words, so, making it yeah. impossible. So the cost of living. The cost of living, yeah. The cost of living. Yeah. Because they, they know for a fact they could change if they wanted to and they're just choosing not to. Mm -hmm. I mean, they, they're suggesting now they should have an exclusion zone around the doll to stop people protesting close to the doll after what happened a week and a half ago. Yeah, but that's... If you ask me, that's that's almost a bit dictatorship-like. Mm -hmm. Because it's because people are disagreeing with them. So they're like, oh, well, we don't agree with them. We just hide them around the corner, yeah. 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 We'll hide yeah, them. So if you ask me, that's, that's, that's dictatorship. Mm -hmm. 
And do you, do you ever go out protesting yourself, Jessica? Would you have you been to a protest? I've, I've passed by a few of them, yeah. Now, I'm, now I'm a, bit of a, a bit of a softy anyway, so I'd probably just end up, you know, if someone, like, hit me or anything like that by asking, I'd probably just start crying. But mm. as well as that, I just don't have the time to. Like, I'm literally working 12 hour, 12 hour days, Monday to Friday, so. Okay. By the time the weekend comes, I'm sleeping in. <laughs> yeah, I know, I get you, I get you. It's very hard nowadays for people to protest when you're out working all the time. Yeah, I get you. So yeah. It's a certain type of person. All right, well, listen, Jessica, thank you very much indeed. Let me just go to James as well. James, hi, how are you? Good afternoon, Teen Isle. Jessica, or J- James, the idea that, you know, politicians would like a one and a half kilometre, you know, exclusion zone, uh, not only around abortion centres, but now also around the doll as well. Um, now, I don't know if this is going to happen. I can't see it happening. It wouldn't be very democratic, would it? But even the notion of it means that they believe people go too far in this country when it comes to protesting. I think now the one one thing I will say is, and even the um, the um, Garda Commissioner has said that it was only a small bunch of people who caused that. And the one thing I would condemn about that thing now was the whole gallows thing. I would condemn that absolutely. And I think, as Jackie said, the vast majority of people, and even Maliki said that you would condemn that. But well, Maliki, no, Maliki not. didn't. Maliki didn't condemn the gallows. No. Did he not? Okay. No. Well, look, and I'll. Jackie the simple did. fact is, I, I, and I, and the one thing I will say about Mike, I like Michael Healy Ray. I think, you know, but the thing about it is the following day when he was back in Kerry, he was basically gaslighting everybody. You know what I mean? I think I think he's playing himself out to be the victim. I think the man well, he, is well, a he master was, well, of politics. Yeah, but he is a master of politics. But he was a victim on the day. He was, the, he, he was, was well, he was the one no, we saw. Niall. No, you see, that's the thing, Niall. He, he, unfortunately for him, he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. That could have been any, any doll deputy. Probably. You're probably him. right. It could have been but, any politician. But the one... But what you're seeing is you're hearing from other politicians saying, oh, I had to walk out when I was terrified. There was one senator, I think it was Lorraine Clipper Lee, was carrying on like that. You know, they were there with pitchforks. Two guards let her out, off she went, and then she came back an hour later when the people were still there. You know what I mean? So what I personally think, Niall, that would be the worst thing they could ever do. Because but as, you've seen, as you've as seen the said, video, Michael Healy Ray, and, and genuinely he looked frightened. I'd no, be, I'd be, ah, would you come on? I'd be fighting if people were shouting as we face and throwing bottles at me. Well, see, you have to remember, Niall, that, see, as you said, Niall, that he's in the position where his decisions affect everybody. Yours don't. Mm. You know what I mean? He's making decisions for this country, and him and the other 165 people in there are making decisions. They're unpopular, Niall. They're, they're, most of the TDs in there, they seem to be despised. And people are angry because people are saying, you know what? We're not being listened to. As you quoted the Red Sea poll, 76% of people have said enough is enough, is enough with regards to refugees. We now have people sleeping in tents, Niall. You know, that shouldn't be happening because then people shouldn't have even come into the country after being told not to come into the country because they were told there's no more room. And people are just angry. And then as the, the previous caller has just said to you there, Jessica has just said, she can, she'll never own anything, Niall. She will never, ever own anything. And most young people now in their 20s and 30s will own nothing in this country. You know, and that's where the anger's come from. And as she said, the anger's going to build and build and build and build. And it will. I was, on Saturday, I had one of our local TDs knock to my door. I was very, very polite with him. But I gave, when I say I gave it to him with both barrels and the full artillery. And again, I was very polite to him. And I expressed to him what my issues what were. Was, what was his, and what like, was his what, response? His response was, well, I'm not hearing that from anybody else. And I said to him, <laughs> <"We're>, <laughs> and I actually said to him, I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm assuming this him. is in relation to immigration. 
I was. It was emigration and crime was the two big issues. And he, said, said, and he said he hadn't heard that from anybody else. Yeah, well, obviously he he's going door to door with his ears closed, so. So I said to him, and my exact words were to him, with respect, deputy, you're a liar. And I said to him, now, I'm giving you the opportunity to challenge me on what I've just said to you. And he turned and walked away. And I said to him, and by the way, as he walked down the bottom of the garden, you're also a coward because you won't even turn and talk to one of the constituents. I said, I'll treat you with respect. Because the first words I actually said to him when he knocked on my door was, oh, thank you for knocking on my door. Thank you very much. I know politics is a very dirty game. And he said, have you any issues to discuss? I said, yes, these are my two issues. I did raise my voice. Now, if I had a ranting and raved at him, where I was very, very polite with him, where I was very, very firm with him, and I explained to him that I worry about this for the safety of my children. I worry about this for the safety of other people. So, so the two issues you, you raised were the rise in crime rate, uh, which is yes. very obvious, and the Minister of Justice yeah. talked about it. So it's very yeah. we're very open about that. And also yeah. immigration, and there's too much of it. And, yes. and he said nobody else had mentioned that to him. Nobody else has. Ah, he, yeah. he said to me. Well, this is the problem. Is that delusional? His exact words were, oh, you're the first person to raise this with me. And I looked at him, and that's when I said to him, with respect, you are a liar. And that's what, that's what, I, what I called him a liar. Well, I, and he I, knew well I'll be honest with you, unless you were the first door he went to, <laughs> which I doubt very much, unless you were the first he door he went to, he is a liar. Because I am absolutely sure other people have said it to him. When I had left my house previously about an hour, an hour and a half before I'd gone up to the shops, I'd actually seen them canvassing in the area. And I said, I wonder if he will knock at the door. And sure enough, about two and a bit hours later, he knocked on the door. So either that or he was hanging around my, outside my house for two and a half hours waiting for me to come back. No, it is, it's one of the big, big issues that will be brought up in the door is emigration, crime, and of course, the, um, the cost of living. Because everything is going up. And for, for next month, okay. for people so, like myself... So, so getting back to protests. So sorry, and I'm sorry if I got yeah. off, off, off the subject. Sorry, we're going uh, off the beach. Okay, no, that's okay. It's all reasons as to why people are angry and protesting. Um, they, they say they don't want vile language of protests. Look... I think they need to get over themselves a little bit. You know what I mean? I mean, when you have a protest, there is a level of civil disobedience. That's always the way protests of, are. Of course. Um, like, the, the thing about it is not, nobody should be, like, the jostling, I, 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 that's why I think, you know, and now we're hearing of this, oh, somebody could get killed. So the, 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 the TD is the, the senators now, they're now exaggerating it. Oh, someone's going to get killed and we're going to, it's going to come to stage and as Jackie, as Jackie said himself there, in Ireland, you can ring your local TD's office and get an appointment with them later on in the week. In the UK, you can't get, to, and, and as he mentioned, in America, you can forget about it unless you're a multimillionaire. It's the only way you get access to your senator or congressman in America. And that's one, one good thing that we have in this country is we have that access to our politicians. There's a right way and a wrong way of doing it. And I do think, though, that um, the way they're now carrying on, because people are angry and they're kind of this infamous, and I'm doing air quotes here, of these far right people that they keep talking about. This is the bogeyman that they've set up, you know, as if there's like thousands and thousands of these far right. Oh, yeah, I know. It's OK to be a left wing protester, but it's not OK to be a right wing protester. It's OK. To, but like, you know, like the situation is this. Soon it'll be saying, right, these people don't agree with us. We're not letting them near it at all. What happens now if they decide this year, right, you know what? Not going to give any money, money, money to the pensioners because we don't have it. Are they going to stop the pensioners coming up? You know, like you know. Well, I suppose their, their argument is no, they won't as long as they behave themselves. Well, do me a favour, stay there for a second. Let me just go to Stu. Stu, hi, how are you? Hi, how are you doing? Now? Good, Stu. The uh, idea of an exclusion zone around the doll is that even a sensible idea? Um, how far will it go? Um, One point six kilometres. Uh, uh, 
Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's not my point, really. They started off by complaining about people protesting politicians at their homes because their families might be there and they might be upset. Then they moved to complaining about people uh, protesting outside their offices, which they're usually not in. And then they've moved to an exclusion zone around Leinster House. Now, how is it possible for the Irish people to hold any politician accountable, apart from on the day of an election, which we've all been calling for, well, a large cohort of people have been calling for for the past couple of years because of the disastrous outcomes of all the policies of this current coalition, which mostly, if you look at Fianna Fáil's manifesto or any of the manifestos, they weren't as, they did not mention the radical policies that they were going to impose on the Irish people. Nope. Uh, they ne- well, they never they, do. They, 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 well, what we had maybe two weeks ago was Leo, Mial, and 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 Eamon, the, the the threesome over in New York announcing their their dedication to sustainable development goals (SDGs). Now, most Irish people don't even know what the hell the SDGs are, and they're buzzwords and the buzzwords that the politicians are using, but they're having detrimental effect on the Irish people. They're, they're, the, the, okay, just to, just to clarify for people, these are the same policies that the British government have now said they're doing a U-turn on. Yes, the Canadian government are pushing them, the uh, American government are pushing them, the German, the French, and if you, if you were to talk to many people from the continent, the Germans, I spoke to a good friend that went to school with me who, who lives over there, and he said, how in the hell in three years have the most efficient country in the world been destroyed by such extreme policies? We, we can see the manifestation of the, the radical policies of this government playing out in America. They're already happening in New York and California and Chicago. High crime, increase in murder, uh, eradication of the middle class, poor healthcare facilities. It's it's playing out in London. I lived in London. I've lived in a number of countries, and you can see it all playing out every time you go back to visit. The place has changed. It's no longer as safe as it as it seems. Um, you're the everybody's complaining about their healthcare. It's not just isolated to Ireland. What's actually happening here, and these these policies that are being brought in are really hurting people and hurting their families. So, well, I, why do you why do you think Irish politicians, the three amigos as I call them, why do you think they're not listening to Irish people? Because because they're above the law now at this point. They don't really care if we vote them out. Label me all and Eamon. Eamon's going to get a job in the European Commission. Uh, so so uh, Leo's probably going to get a job in the UN. They don't care. It doesn't matter to them. They're above it. They, they'll get, when, when Maureen McGuinness, who has done nothing for the Irish, apart from trying to push uh, uh, centralised digital currencies on her, on her Facebook, and uh, under the guise of um, uh, money literacy, uh, she doesn't care. She'll get a job in the bureaucracy. She'll she'll get a job uh, like Mary Mary Robinson as one of the elders of 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 the the UN pushing nonsense. It doesn't really impact them. They will be perfectly fine when we vote them out. 
but we are left with the consequences of their extremism. They do not think about the consequences of their actions. Do, by the way, by the way, do you condemn the protest that happened a week and a half ago outside the door? I would condemn. I would have a problem with the actions, the reaction to the actions of the government. This is what the government actually wants. They are operational. They consider. They are antagonising the people. So if 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 the people question green policies, migrant policies, or any such policy, educational policies. The, the Irish uh, politician labels the citizen as almost an enemy of the state. They call them far right, when most of those people were actually left-wing voters for Sinn Féin, for people before profit, for, for Green Party, most of them people, Labour, most of those people that they were condemning as far right have spent their life voting for the left in Ireland. Which is, which is it's absurd how they've, they've redefined Far right, and and what 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 to me is happening here is is is, is straight out of, of, of the manuals of uh, rules for radicals or beautiful trouble, which are are activist books who teach left wing activists how to and uh, achieve their goals. They antagonise, push, 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 like the really annoying sibling or person in your school who will just push and push and push and push. And then when you react, they cry, Oh, I'm the victim! Look, 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 he just hit me! They push you to the point where you have no other choice but to respond. It's a very emotional time for people. People are losing their, their health. Their health is at risk because of the catastrophe in the healthcare system. They're, they're no, 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 I, I get all that. And by the way, they're all other issues that we've covered on the show so many times, and I understand. And the point you're making very briefly is, I suppose, is that if the government keep pushing, people are going to react. But the problem with this government is what they're doing is, as soon as people react, they use that as a tool to condemn everybody who disagrees with them by by labelling them right-wing. And we've seen that time and time again. We've seen, we've seen what the reaction to the protest a week and a half ago. Don't get me wrong. We condemn the behaviour of those individuals who behave badly. But, you know, as Malachi Steenson rightly pointed out earlier on, it wasn't the storm of the Bastille. You know what I mean? It was like, it was a protest. You know what I mean? It's hyperbolic. It's hyperbolic what's happening from the politician side of things. They're 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 exaggerating, but but they're trying to create a narrative. Like this is operational. They understand what what they're doing. They're pushing, pushing, pushing. They're creating a boogeyman, as 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 the previous caller stated. It's far right. They're they're everywhere. It's much the same as what Justin Trudeau did during the protests in in Canada with the truckers. Um, yeah, of course. Yeah. Yes, with the truckers. The the same labels that are being applied to citizens, and then. Everybody knows that's not really that common, and everybody's joking about, oh, it must be far right. It's almost like the saying, Father Cage, you know, I hear you're racist now, Father, and everybody laughs about it. But they're, they're setting it up that when somebody gives a reaction, they can be hyperbolic, they can conflate it with normal people, with normal problems, and then they can legislate to their heart's content they are not accountable for anything they do. Okay, well, thank you very much indeed, Stu. I appreciate you coming on the air. A lot of people will absolutely agree with most of the comments that you've made. John, how are you doing? Hi, how are you, sir? I'm good, John. What would you say? Um, well, look, um, they keep showing the clip with uh, Michael Healy, which 
I condemned the very fact he was being jostled and if someone got near him, they might have thrown a punch at the money for the two guards, right? I think the two guards looked even nervous themselves because there was a good crowd around. But they keep showing that and I have a problem with that. What they don't show and RT don't show or anyone else or TV3 is the public order guy when he come up. Who, by the way, if you look at their uniform, have no numbers because they have full authority. If he tells me to move out of his way, that fellow was shouting and roaring. If I don't move, he'll blow me out of the way. And there'll be no repercussions. That's how the public honour unit work. I've seen them work a few times now, and I know. They, that's why they have no numbers, the way you can say, what is the way over there, number 4723. Well, hang on, John, with respect, they, there is repercussions. They, they're, not, they're not above the law, either, the public order unit. Now, if they ask you to move the public order unit, you do have to move. Now, you, you can, well, 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 hang on, you can argue later, you know, whether you should have had to move or not, if you want to take them to court or you want to make a complaint in relation to what they asked you to do, you can argue that toss later on. But at that particular moment in time, you know, if you don't move, they will forcefully remove you. Now, that's up to yeah, you to because, make a complaint. Because it's, it's, it's political policing. They're asking me if I was up there or whoever else is up there. They want to clear that area, right? Forget about knowing even there was just their own. They, they saw the gallows, they saw everything else, they saw there was a large crowd there, right? It's a pity there wasn't 200,000 people there because we'd have had, uh, had uh, a Capitol Hill set up then, which maybe that's what they need to frighten the life out of them. But the thing is, these people are sent in, they're, they're standing by every day, but they're from the water protest, they got the water cannon from the PAPS and they're up in the north, which is down the side streets when we first went up to Dublin. So they were prepared to battle the water protesters and use a water cannon even going back, and that's what, 10, 12 years ago, right? Oh, do, do me a favour, John, I'm going to come straight back to you. Just have to take a quick seven-second break. Won't be a second. Niall Boylan has been told to shut up from the time he was in school. But all through his life, they just keep telling him to shut up. But not anymore. Because now he has his own live podcast, the Niall Boylan Podcast. Sorry, John, finish what you were saying there. Yeah, look, what's going to happen here if they do bring this in? I think they would be off the rocker if they brought it in, right? Because I think... I don't, I don't think they will. I, th I think this is just another yeah. one of those Orwellian threats. Um, I, I genuinely could never see a stage, I hope that we would never see a stage where there would be a barrier 1.6 kilometres away from the dollar. They'd have to cover every single street. I don't think that could ever happen. Well, what's going to happen then, you see, we'll say for the sake of the argument, they did bring it in, right? What's going to happen? They're going to end up outside their constituencies, but more than ever, they're going to end up outside their homes. And there's going to be more than one or two individuals. They're going to push well, it I to the I don't agree with that either, yeah. Well, that's going to happen. That's look, no, no, look, I, I was the one who said to you, I don't agree with you outside their homes. Um, where you protest is at their clinics or outside the doll, and and that's well, democracy, we have to isn't it? In that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, yeah, and we that, have to well, disagree in that. Well, that's democracy, isn't it? I suppose. And yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, hang on. Let me go to another John. Hang on. I want to go to another John. Stay there, John or D. Uh, John, hi. How are you? Nice. How are things? Good, John. I mean, the, the right to protest. Now, by the way, I'm I'm just looking here. The right to protest does have limits, according to the Constitution. By the way, you have a right to express yourself freely. You have a right to meet freely with other people, organise groups with other people. Uh, you also have a right to form peaceful protest or a right to assembly. But that law 
um, is not limitless. In other words, you know, you're not allowed to break the law, you're not allowed to cause a public order offence, and you're not allowed to stop people going about their lawful business. Now, just to clarify for people, the Human Court, uh, the Court of Human Rights, has held that if protesters remain peaceful while surrounding, surrounded by others who are protesting unlawfully or violently, they may continue to protest with the protection of the European. Uh, Court of Human Rights, uh, violence or disorder that coincides with a protest but is not part of the protest will not remove the protection of the law from the protest. In other words, it's not your fault if somebody else is behaving badly, you still have a right to protest. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely, yes. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, but uh, it's so funny when I heard this word, uh, the ex- exclu- exclusion order bandied about, I laughed because, um, you know, uh, Ireland, um, are we now... Go ahead, yeah, sorry. Hello, I'm saying the ex- exclusion zone yeah, yeah, business. Yeah, yeah. Look, now, the, the last time I heard an exclusion uh, of an exclusion zone was in relation to a place where there was $2 trillion invested and there was a religious warfare between two large tribal groups. Um, the, uh, uh, a couple of hundred thousand unwanted, uninvited foreigners arrived to throw in their tuppence worth and add to the mess, and half a million people died. So, uh, you know, uh, they left, the arrivals left the place in a bigger mess than it was in before uh, they came. So, uh, I'm speaking, of course, about uh, Iraq and Baghdad and uh, exclusion zones. Well, well, they've already suggested an exclusion zone, which probably will go through in legislation because it was voted in the other day for people who want to stand outside, say, abortion clinics or doctor's offices who perform abortions. Well, so so this know, is not a new thing, exclusion zones. This is this will be the second time. Well, you know, if if they're going to put an exclusion zone of a kilometre and a half around Dal Erden, um, I why don't why don't we set up a new place? I have a, an ideal location for, uh, I mean, Ireland is in a massive mess today, and there will be always be protests, I think, every week in the coming months. Um, our health service is in tatters. We record homelessness, and uh, we've thousands of un- unvetted arrivals, uh, guests, and we've... we've and we know, yeah, it's a mess. It's a mess. Yeah, okay, we get that. Yeah, murders and mayhem. Now, now why don't, doesn't everybody uh, uh, de- decide... Um, are assembled at the Garden of Remembrance in Parnell Square. I think this is a wonderful location for people to have their po- protest. Oh, what about and the president's house? Yeah, what about the Phoenix worrying, Park? Worrying about being pushed around like like the attention seekers uh, mm. from Kerry, your man, um, what's his name there? Uh, Michael Heatheray. Uh, Healy Ray and all that, yeah. Well, he's not an attention seeker. In fairness, he was jostled. And he, and, he wa- and, he di- and he did have a, he was, and he did have a bottle thrown at him. He walked out into the crowd to look for attention. No, he didn't walk out into the crowd. You heard Malachi Steenson describe exactly what happened because he was there. He had no choice. The guards come, jumped over the barrier. Instead of letting him in, they jumped over the barrier and escorted him down the road the opposite way. That wasn't his yeah. choice. All right, okay. He didn't choose to walk to the crowd. Right, right. But anyway, look, look, if, if they're going to have an exclusion zone, as in Baghdad, around the doll. I think that's very funny anyway. But if they are, let, let us determine, let us all come together and determine the Garden of Remembrance 
as not... Well, they, well isn't, yeah, but it's not exactly what they'd want. They just don't want you near the doll. So you're welcome to protest at the Gardener in Remembrance up at the top of Parallel Street. That's exactly what the government would like. You're out of the way there. No one can really see you. I'm not sure about that. And it's a lovely place. It's sunken kind of area and it's... Oh, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. It's yeah, like a protest. That's exactly what they want. Yeah, well, I don't know. Anyway, I think it should be taken over. And if they try and move people out of there... Uh, you know, I mean, there were only a few hundred protesters anyway at that, uh, and most. But they shouldn't. They shouldn't be able to move people there. This is the seat of power. This is the doll. This is the parliament of our country. And I'm finishing this now because you don't know the same probably. The problem is at the moment we have no opposition. Sinn Féin are going along with everything, and you'll be like the Palmer Freedom shouting and roaring. Palmer Freedom. This is the same Palmer yes. yes. that shouted yes. into a load here. Do you remember that? Will we let her go? That meant he was imprisoning the tarnished that. Well, time. he will. To clarify, he was found not guilty of that in the court of law. Oh, but but, but mind you, just remind us again of that video, just very quickly, what Paul Murphy said. Um, no, not that one, the other one. Um, uh, very quickly, what Paul Murphy said after that protest. Sorry, go ahead. The message is clear that the arrest should now come to an end. Right? They've terrorised a community. Stop it. Stop terrorising a community. Stop terrorising young people. Stop criminalising protest. End this now. Because really, it's gone well over the top at this stage. And it's a very, very serious attack on the right to protest of everybody. And it should be met by a response of all the people, people, water charges, protesters all across the country. Everybody has an interest now in seeing this political policing come to an end. That's when Paul was popular, of course, when he was a part of the water char protesting charges. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. said, stop this political policing. Stop the, you know, we all have a right to protest. Yeah, he was probably one of the first ones that are day to condemn the carry on of the behaviour. Although he did yeah, condemn bad behaviour, in fairness. Yeah. Kittle and Posh. <laughs> yeah, but he's supporting, he's the same guy is supporting the planes landing daily with the riffraff from other countries with no papers. I read, yeah, a Muslim exactly. yeah. said today. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, well, I mean, I know politicians shift from one side to the other, but a bit of an extreme shift there. Uh, let me go to Maureen, if I can. Maureen, hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? Good, talk, nice to talk to you, Maureen. Uh, Maureen, you've been listening to John there. He's still there, your good colleague in Cork. And he said, well, That's if he's right. not allowed to protest outside of the doll, he's going back outside their houses. Well, if that's what it takes, so be it. But mm -hmm. you see, look, the minute Michal Martin uttered these words, we want nothing to do with the backwards idea of sovereignty. We are fully committed yeah. to the EU. He's taken yeah. his orders from the bitch of Buchenwald, von der Leyen, and Reichsmarschall Schwab in the World Economic Forum, and all the rest of it, until people wake up to that fact, the better. Mm. They are not working yeah. for the people. These traitors work for the people no longer. They work for the European Union, the United Nations, the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, which they've signed us up to, which we were never asked about. So that's enough to tell you. And if they're moaning like the crybabies they are, a bunch of sissies, that now, oh, we don't want people protesting because we're in fear of our life. That's a load of harshite. Yeah, but, but Maureen, you can't you, you can't c c condone behaviour like the behaviour we've seen from you know. I know it was only a small few individuals, but you still can't condone. Yeah, but you can't. Yeah, it doesn't. No, well, it doesn't matter if it's only a small few individuals. You can't condone that behaviour, Maureen. Yeah, but you see, yeah, no, but everyone has been targeted. No, well, I'm, I'm well aware of that. Yeah. No. Everybody's been yeah, everybody's been targeted with the same brush. Yeah, I and mean, I, do you can Maureen? Do you condemn people having gallows and pictures no. of politicians? No, I don't. I, you don't condemn that. Way. You don't think that's vile behaviour, no. No, 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 it's not. Hold on, hold on, shall I, I say something? If that's the only way that people can get their message across to these traitors, 
but that's what they think they are. Do you condemn violence? Where was the violence? I'm after seeing plenty of videos and I saw no violence. Yeah, so you don't believe throwing a bottle at somebody is violent? Hold on. What the videos I saw... You don't, you don't think that throwing a bottle at someone, Maureen, is violent? I any violence. You don't what think... What I saw was a pregnant woman, was a pregnant woman being marched away. So, you, so did, did, you yeah. see, did you see Michael Healy Ray being walked away? I did, yeah. You, so you didn't see the person throwing a bottle at him? No, I didn't see the person throwing a bottle at him. Okay, but then maybe you should look at the video again, Maureen. Yeah. Maybe I should, but now I've seen other videos as well. That I, what I, is what I'm telling you that I've seen, mm-hmm. and, and I didn't moment, see any, any. That I saw, I saw peaceful Irish citizens. You think it, at the moment, listen, Maureen is right now for the simple reason. You think? Well, hang on. With the greatest respect, you think it's peaceful for somebody to stand in front of a guard of Shea and roar straight into their face, paedophile protector? No, that's wrong. Because of I mean, course, it's wrong. Who knows? That's wrong. We're not, we're not talking about that, but I'm talking about... Well, yeah, but we have to talk about that because that's what's happening. Unfortunately, there are individuals out there who ruin it for everybody. But, but that's only a few, then, but they're, they're destroying it for Maureen. For me, we're all being tagged with but, extreme fan right Yes, we are, and, yes. Yeah, but, Maureen, think, yeah. but hang on, Maureen won't condemn the gallows. John, do you condemn the gallows and the no, effigies? No, no. And you know what? No, oh, no, 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 I'll tell no, you why no. I won't condemn for, them. For the simple, I'll I tell you why I won't condemn the gallows. Sorry, John. Do you know why I won't condemn them? Because I... Stand with the people. So if the so if the, if the people decided to ramsack the place and you know and run in violently and attack everybody, you you'd stand with the people, would you? I'm not talking about attacking violently. If they decided to go in and drag them out by the scruff of the neck, get them out. But and so you would you would you would stand by the people? Who is going to no, try and bring this country back to the way it was? But that's violence. And we're all feeling different emotions, and anger has a lot to do with with those people as well because they're sick of them. At, at the moment, uh, now, <clears throat> Michal Martin, the latest figures are out over the hospital waiting list, whatever, right? Michal Martin is now, after making a surprise visit with other foreign ministers to the Ukraine, That's right. he is now giving an assurance now to an RT report this morning. They're not only training the Irish army rangers, about the, the Ukrainian army, how to demine. They're also involved in weapon training. 100% breaching our neutrality. One man has yeah. decided we, 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 John, if you look at our constitution, and I've talked to Declan Perry, the security analyst, about this, we don't have neutrality. That's a myth. We never had neutrality. Neutrality is not in our constitution. As much as morally we have neutrality and we've always been a neutral country, According to the Constitution of Ireland, we're not neutral. Where does this come from? Well, Why do people well, think it's in the Constitution? I had somebody on the air said that to me. According to our Constitution, we're neutral. No, we're not. It's, it Mihal, says it nowhere Mihal, in the Constitution. Mihal Martin said, politically, we're not neutral because we will uh, go over to the Ukraine. But military, we are neutral. So how can we be military neutral if the army rangers are no... I, I understand, and I don't want to be involved in any war, by the way, can I just point out. And I don't agree necessarily with... I, I completely agree with you, and I don't believe we should be getting involved. We're too small of a country to be getting involved and things like that. But here's the thing. Going back to what you said, we are not neutral. There is no legal... Um, or should I say um, precedent that we are a neutral country. None. Well, That's it, not... was agreed, it was agreed politically like that we wouldn't get involved. Well, in well, you, well, you, can, you can agree all the things you want inside the doll and shake hands over things. That doesn't make it, le- doesn't make it legal. I mean, at, at the moment, right, you, ha- you have uh, two countries at war. And America, France, Germany, Britain, 
how many more countries are supplying not only money but weapons of I know, mass I, I, I completely disagree with funding a war. I completely disagree with it. I only seen this morning Irish Water have now donated uh, a large water treatment centre uh, that will do, I don't know, 1.6 million people or something like that to treat their water so they can have fresh, clean drinking water. I was going to say, they need to sort out the drinking water in this country first before they start giving stuff yeah. away. But I thought it was interesting the way the headline, Irish Water donate to Ukraine. No, they didn't. Let's reword it. The taxpayer has donated it. We're paying for Irish water. But, but okay, well, but hang on. We're going, we're going off on a tangent. Let me just go to Adam. Adam, hi, how are you? Sorry, Tony, oh, boots a second. Niall, I've been waiting for you to bring up the protests. I've been waiting so patiently. Um, yeah, look, it, it was an absolute disgrace what happened at the doll a few weeks back. Oh, geez, um, another, another one. It was an yeah. absolute disgrace. It was, no, you're cold. Like, it, was, it was the death of democracy. That's what oh, that yeah, was. Yeah, oh, geez, don't yeah. exaggerate it, Adam, for God's sake. Attacking elected officials. Having having a gallows hung outside of Leinster. I mean, the hypocrisy of Irish people is astounding with this one. Because every single July, we all go mental when people up north have Irish flags and they have gallows of effigies of Catholics. And we all say, isn't that disgraceful? We're so much better than them. And then look what the far right have done in Dublin. They've shown we are absolutely no better. Point out the far right Rogan. to us, Adam. We're dying to hear about the far right that you're talking about. Come on, point yeah. it out to us. <laughs> and for another what thing, you you're telling us out? that you're telling us that that that's destroyed democracy. Come here. You do realise, don't you, that democracy practice begs a long time ago. And another thing, if you want to talk about democracy, what kind of a democracy do you want to live under? Do you want direct or indirect democracy? Because there's a difference between the two of them. So we're all ears. We're dying to hear what you have to say on that. Look, the thing is, <clears throat> I, we have a very, we have a very different view of the European Union. I myself, I'm a young person in Ireland. I've grown up in the EU. I'm very proud of being a member of the EU. I'm Irish and I'm European. So at the end of the day, you know, like this whole oh, myth not, that you know we're being ruled from Brussels. No, I'm Irish and I'm European. Uh, you're Irish, yeah, and you are being ruled from Brussels. Oh, that's such a, yeah, because Brussels make all the Morning, can you stop doing your dishes while you're talking? Sorry. Oh, sorry, our, sorry. Our, <laughs> our, con our constitution, you know, is ineffective. I mean, this whole... Adam, no, hang on for a second, Adam. You know, our constitution shouldn't be ineffective, by the way. In relation to the protest that happened on the 21st of September... Our constitution when, 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 is effective. We're not being ruled by Brussels. Well, okay, well, hold on a second. Going back to the protest that happened course, there last yeah. week. Okay. You know, I don't agree with, you know, jostling politicians or throwing a bottle at them or whatever, a bottle of piss, somebody said it was, actually. Uh, or, you know, or calling them vile names like that or, or people standing in front of the guys going, Pedo paid protectors. I don't agree with all that. But what I do say is that sometimes people feel voiceless. And when they have an issue or a concern, and in relation to that particular protest, it was most likely about immigration. When they have a concern about immigration and they feel, for example, we've let too many people into the country, which 76% of the population feels, which is the majority of people, and they think politicians are not listening to them, it's understandable that people get angry. Look, and just to label them all far right. Are 76% of the population far right, Adam? <laughs> no, thank God. No, well, um, well 76% of people in the country don't believe we should be letting in more refugees and asylum seekers. Yeah, but there's, there's such a difference between having an open discourse about that and then what went on in the doll the other day. Like, can I just say, like myself as, as a member of the, of the LGBT community, I wouldn't have felt safe walking down Kildare Street that day. Because you could see... Well, you don't those... have to be a member of the LGBT community. I wouldn't yeah, have felt, yeah, I wouldn't have felt day, safe either. <laughs> yeah, but like, the thing is, if you were any way a minority, you would not feel safe around there on that day. Because we've seen the likes of 
you know, we, Adam, we, now, now you're, you're kind of using your 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 flag there. You know, if you were walking down Kildare Street, you're not going to have a sign in your head saying I'm gay. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, but at the same is- time, right? It, like, if you, I, at the end of the day, you can't deny I'm a minority, right? I, like, at the same way, we, I'm sure... Oh, person- Adam, bullshit, you're just a bloke. You're just a... You're not a minority. You're just a bloke who's gay. So what? A, color, a person of colour would also feel incredibly unsafe walking down there that day. Maybe, you know maybe I mean? a person of colour may have because some clown might associate them with immigrants or asylum seekers. But Adam, being, um, being somebody, a man who's gay, a young man who's gay... Doesn't bring you, put you into a minority. You're putting yourself into a minority now. Now, if you don't think the gay community are a minority, Niall, that's that's a different conversation we can have for a different day. Because no. going off topic. Well, you're but, not. Well, you're not. Well, Adam, hang on. You're Adam, not a protect. Well, hang Adam. on. Hang on for a second, Morning. You're not some sort of protected minority, Adam. You're just a bloke who happens to be gay. Most people couldn't care less. Do you know what I mean? You're just a bloke. Don't care less. A third yeah. of the You're just a bloke. To deny, a third of the country wanted to deny me the same rights as every other person in this country. So, like... No, it's, no, no. Hang on. A third of the country didn't agree with gay people getting married, right? A third of the yeah, country. Yeah, but that, But that doesn't mean they dislike you. Or it doesn't mean that they don't agree with you. Or it doesn't mean they want to see you hung from a gallow or something. It doesn't mean anything like that. All it means is that morally they don't believe, they think that a marriage should be between a man and a woman. That's all that means. You're, you're kind of overplaying yeah. that a little bit. You know no, what I mean? No, I, I don't think I am. I, I mean, I voted, by the way, I voted yes, Adam. I don't care if you get married. <laughs> yeah. Maureen probably voted no, I'd say. Maureen, Adam, did you, yeah. did, did you vote no? Did you, Maureen? Yes, yeah, I voted no because I don't agree with it. Oh, but okay. Adam is on well, well, I'm just curious. Like a, like a, I'm curious. Why don't you agree with it? Why, why is Adam not allowed to marry? Why is Adam not allowed to Because I don't agree with it, but, but, marriage means between a man yeah, and but a woman. Yeah, but if Adam marries a bloke and goes it, back to his house and does whatever he does in his bedroom, why, what, dif- what difference does that make to your life? I'm just that's curious. That's your own business. But I'm not voting exactly. for I don't agree with, Niall. It's a, this but is it the is. Prob- but this is the problem. No, hang on. This is the problem. Because mm. we vote against, I vote for something, I, I vote against something I don't agree with. That's my right to do that. No, but Adam is. is on here again like, the, like a crybaby, whinging about no. he's in the minority. <laughs> but yet, the minority are calling the shots. So no, how is he the in the minorities are calling the shots, okay. Yes, they are okay, calling the shots, Adam, and you know exactly what I'm talking about. So don't no, come on here. Yeah, yeah well, okay, well, hang on, John, you want to say something to Adam there? Go ahead, John. Change your nappy. Yeah, look, oh, I mean, would, uh, Adam must have been listening all the time along now, so he would probably lump me in with the far right, the extreme far right. Yeah, of course you're far right. But I, I'm, I'm one of the ones that voted yes, so therefore by I voting yes, right, as John O'Donovan from Cork, right, I allowed you and I was glad to be able to do it, to get married to your partner whenever that will happen, right? So how could I be far right if I voted just to gay marriage? Because in my opinion, right, if you, you can hold far right views and then also have tolerant views, people's views you on see, immigration no give it all, you see. You see even David Norris went on TV3 and he thanked the heterosexual people of Ireland because he said otherwise he wouldn't have got over the line. But then... After after getting their rights, a lot of the, the, the percentage of the people in the G, in, in, in the GBT went along then and pushed the abortion thing then. I gave you the right to get married and other lesbian people, gay lesbian people, by voting, yes, right? But yet you took away the rights of the unborn then, and now you're calling us the far right. How dare you? <laughs> 
I, I look, I believe in gay marriage and women's bodily autonomy. Um, but you know, well, that's, a, that's a completely separate conversation. Yeah. Where, but, you where, know, where do they discover the gay gene that they'll be able to tell the doctors and then you can abort the baby because he's gay or she? <laughs> Okay. I, I, I I understand the point you're making because they do abort children just because they're boys or girls. Uh, I don't think there is a gay gene, by the way. There's a whole there was a whole argument about that years ago about weird, the gay gene. Weird, weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I haven't weird. they haven't discovered it yet. Anyway, I'm, I'm, but what yeah. I will say is yeah. right. What I what I what I want to bring it back to is again. I remember like all of the callers on your show were absolutely clutching their pearls as a sign at an at a, at a trans rights um, anti protest where it was suck my trans balls, and everyone on here was saying how deplorable and despicable that was. But then to turn around and say that a gallows featuring... Yeah, I know, by the way, I did think it was deplorable and despicable, but I would like to see somebody arrested for it now, to be honest with you. Do you understand what I'm saying? I I mean, there's a difference in thinking something is deplorable and despicable, but wanting people arrested and investigated for it. Uh, The people who made those gallows, by the way, are being investigated by the Garda Shikana. For instance, yeah, so can, for so instance. can we can we find out who put up the the sign that said "suck my trans balls" and get them investigated as well for incitement to hatred, or the ones that had <laughs> "all tariffs should die"? Should we should we get them investigated too? See, the, the problem is, Adam. The problem no, 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 is, no, 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 Niall, Niall, let me no, let me respond before you say the problem. Yeah. Is. I think any incitement to violence should be investigated. I agree with you. So I would say. Have we lost him? Oh, ah, uh, hang on. Oh, we've lost everybody. Oh, I do apologise. Tony and Adam, I'm going to have to give you the call back. Sorry, I do apologise. We've lost everybody. Oh. Anyway, we got to take a quick break. That's what we got to do anyway. Back in a second. The Nile Boylan Podcast. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text Ireland on 085 100 2255. Did I say that too fast? Yes, slow it down. <laughs> that was me trying to do the effect. <laughs> okay, five one hundred double two double five. The Nile Boylan podcast. All right, thanks for that. Sorry about that. I do apologize. I lost everybody there for a second. Sorry, Adam. I do apologize. No, you're there. fine. Uh, yeah, no, I I agree with you that if somebody puts those up, I, but I I don't believe people should be investigated. No, I don't agree with actually so come to think of it. I believe in free speech. If you want to put up suck my trans balls, you put up suck my trans balls. But I I'd be disgusted by it. But I don't believe you should be arrested for it. You know what I mean? I think. Well, I, first of all, I don't think suck my trans balls you should be arrested for <laughs> because I don't think that's an incitement to violence. I think that. Well, it is. Know, it depends I mean, on who the trans is, doesn't it? Really, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> well. You know, I, I, I don't think it really is. I think, you know, if you're if you're directly calling for someone's murder, which Kill All Turfs does directly do, and also, you know, hanging a gallows with people's face on it does call for murder. And, and in my opinion, I feel like this is not the end of what we're going to see of a certain group of people in this country. But do you understand why people are angry, Adam? No, I don't actually. Oh, Jesus <laughs> don't. Christ, Adam. I mean, when you, when you look at the issues that are affecting, they may not be affecting you, Adam. I don't know why they don't affect you. Maybe you're okay. But the, the issues that are affecting society, the cost of living crisis, the healthcare, immigration, all of these are big issues that politicians are making a hames of. Well, I think there's... But like, the thing is, why in God's name are we sitting there blaming? Like, Because realistically... There's a certain group of people on the right, and, and you can disagree with this if you want. There's certain people on the right who will blame all of those issues on Ukrainians and black people and brown people in this country and will not blame anyone else for it. 
you know, the country has been <laughs> has been in in disarray for years. But do you do you think we're do you think we're letting too many people into the country? I think via via immigration, that, I'm talking about. Hmm. Yeah, well, in my opinion, I think that there does need to be more more checks done. Okay, I do agree with that. Okay, um, I think for for the most cases of it comes to people who are fleeing a war zone, or when it comes to people as well, you know, I. I, I have to say that I stand with LGBT people who are leaving countries where they could be killed. Oh, Suella, Bra- Suella Braveman doesn't yeah. agree with you in the UK. She's, well, yeah, she, but... <laughs> she's, she said people shouldn't be given asylum based on the fact that they're gay and they'd be suffering persecution. Yeah. Well, 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 hang on a second. Let me just go to Tony. Yeah, sorry, Tony, hi. Sorry for keeping you ages, Tony. I do apologize. Good afternoon, Lord. How are you? Um, sorry for, yeah, sorry for keeping you so long. Um, I, well, Adam doesn't really see the issue in the world at the moment. And I'm joking. Adam doesn't see why people are so angry. <laughs> Yeah, no, but just like his name should be Poor Adam. Poor Adam. The poor, the poor, the poor <laughs> lad. He just victimhood. He epitomizes victimhood. He sounds like a young, healthy man. What's wrong with him? Mm. What's wrong with him? Honestly, what's wrong with him? Well, he, he just he said he wouldn't feel safe. No, he said as a gay man and a member of the LGBT community, he wouldn't have felt so safe walking down the dare street. What do you mean, so what? I mean, if we look at... Uh, no, I'm like, sorry now. I'm sorry I mean, now. If we look at... You need a few weeks on the building site to make you grow up, son. <laughs> to make you grow if, up. Uh, if you don't want to be on your mother's apron string. <laughs> it really is. Uh, for the young man, for the young man that calls herself a man, I'd hate to be a young girl in distress and the next fellow walking down the road is you to help me. I'd say it's wither. I'd say it's probably sue the girl. I'd say it's probably sue the girl for being attacked in front of you. If all this distresses you, son, forget about it. I mean, look, no, okay, well, no, no, well, hang on, let him respond, Tony. Let him respond. Yeah, go on, I, Adam, go ahead. No, I think I think it's an absolutely ridiculous statement to think that, like, that, like if you look at the statistics, homophobic hate crimes are completely on the rise in this country. Um, we are now the most unsafe country in Europe to be trans in. Um, it's like to say that there is nothing to fear is just a completely inept statement, and you just obviously have. Wait, to okay. wait, wait, wait. When you say homophobic um, attacks are on the rise, Adam, if we go right back to the nineteen seventies and eighties, you cannot compare it. We live in a much more tolerant society, and um, when you say they're on the rise, it's a very small amount of ta- attacks. So any any sort of individual case will increase that number and I, call it on the rise. But what I will say, what thankfully, I will say, it's a small I, amount of attacks. I, I wouldn't say it's a small amount of attacks because I know countless people who've been attacked. I've been attacked myself coming out with a George. I've gotten a and what did you do, the Adam? Uh, what did I do? Like, what did you do when you were attacked? What did you do when you were attacked? I reported it to the guards. I reported it to the guards. Did you not defend what? yourself? Did you not defend yourself? Well, did when you, you, when you get when you get a young gay man. I mean, I, I mean, I, I hate to say it, but I mean, if you lived in Iran or somewhere like that and you were a member of the LGBT community, you'd be in a lot of trouble. So what I'm saying yeah, to you is, is Ireland why? is a very tolerant country. We are very tolerant of but all this, people. But also, in saying that, in saying that, in saying that, then why is there such an issue if, we, if, there, if there are gay men arriving from the likes of Iran? You know, the same people who are standing because outside the wall would say, would say send them back. For them. That's, I think that's the point that Suella Braveman was making, Adam, that people are using that because you can't prove it. So you can't really turn around and say, I don't believe you're gay. Have sex with that man there for a second. No, so you can't really prove it. You can't prove you're gay. So anybody can come from another country and say, oh, I'm gay. I'm suffering persecution. It's a scam. It's part of the scam. 
that, I think that's the point. Genuine, you're taking genuine people who are, who are, you know, looking at going home. And, and as well, you know, like we also have to remember, a lot of the people in these countries, it's not the government going after them. It's their own families that will do an honor killing. Oh, yeah. Find out oh, yeah I know. I so, know. Like, it's, like why, why in God's name? Yeah, there might be people who slip through the cracks and use this as an excuse. But There's a lot of people someone, using it as an excuse. Yeah, that was the point but, she was but making. There, but, there, but, there, but there's also people then that you are sending back to their death. And morally, I don't know how anyone could live with that. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, I understand. I understand the point you're making in relation to that. Okay, but you know, I think Tony makes a fair point. God help this young man. Okay, Tony makes a bit of a point there, Adam. When you come on first and you said you didn't feel safe walking down the road as a gay man or a, as a member of the LGBT community, um, you know, I, I think that's a little bit of victim playing. Not to with be that honest. crowd. Out. Not with that crowd. Out. Not with the way after. Not with after but, the way. But they wouldn't know you're gay, goes. Adam. I don't. You know what I mean? After 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 the way they treated Roderick O'Gorman, I I wouldn't feel safe at all. But how would they know? Well, can I ask you, right? If you're walking down Kildare Street, how would they know you're gay? What if, like, if I'm, like, oh, you're wearing a rainbow flag then, wrapped around you or something? Yeah. I mean, I don't know what. So, I mean, okay, how how would they know? A public display of affection. If I hold my partner's hand, which in 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 this tolerant society, I should be able to do. I don't think anyone gives a shite about you holding your partner's hand. Oh, Niall, that's such a ridiculous. Maybe I'm blind. Maybe I'm maybe I'm living in a different world. I don't know. I I don't. He's just looking for something. He's just looking for something to be a victim of. He's just the chap is just looking for something to be a victim of. I I don't really, Adam. Uh, maybe maybe then it's just me. Maybe I'm delusional. But I don't see that as an issue anymore. Really, it's a, there's always going to be a few. Sp- idiots around there there really is but but i just genuinely don't see it as a major issue anymore that you i think i think, I, I I think, think you're you quite you could quite happily walk through town holding your boyfriend's hand i think you'd be shocked actually at the at the amount of comments you do get when you're walking through just town ignore and, just and ignore it for god's sake baby you now you're kind of proving his point there john by saying ignore him <laughs> so yeah well why john why should <laughs> yeah. we ignore him well, I mean, look, Jesus No, he Christ, just wants I, to be a victim. I think I, Adam wants to be a victim. Okay, Tony, yeah, hold I, on. Look, I, I barely believe I, he wants see, to be a victim. Sorry, Tony. I see, I, I see people there. I see girls walking hand in hand. I see guys walking hand in hand in car. I see it in the shop. They're hugging each other. I don't go... It's a, like, how does it just come out mean anywhere? Like, I went along, as I said again, repeating, both of them are the same sex marriage because I wanted to make sure that people... We were only one life and to be happy. So this idea of Roger O'Gorman didn't do it. He was treated. Roger O'Gorman, again, would be diametrically imposed to me because he also believes in abortion. But yet I stood toe to toe with him when he came to Cork and there was two girls at the side. I said to the girls, I'm no physical threat to this man or this woman. They said, grand, we'll stand here anyway. And we stood right next to each other. There wasn't, there wasn't a, a half a metre between us. And we had the discussion, and I told them how that he was there about LGBT matters. But I said, you got your rights, thanks to me. But I said, you took away the rights of the unborn. There was no blows. There was no one kicked or assaulted or battered. So why are we all being portrayed as the extreme families when I could stand toe-to-toe with the children's minister and I didn't lay a finger on him? That's, you know, I'm fair play to you for, you know, <laughs> for not doing that. But that... But there is people that will. And, and what I, the point I was trying to make earlier regarding the whole thing with the protest is I genuinely don't believe that this is going to end until something... Like, there's got, a TD is going to get assaulted, 100%. Something is going to happen to a TD, and it's going to be... It's going to be well, bad. Like, you know what? And, and, and do you, I mean, do you, do you agree I, with exclusion zones? Because that's why we... But mind you, I know people that wouldn't know at this stage what we're talking about. But that was the reason yeah. we started talking about it. <laughs> Do you agree with these kind of 1.6 kilometer exclusion zones? No. I think 
there has to be more done in terms of policing. <laughs> in, t- in terms of the way that these protests are being policed, I think, in all honesty, in terms of if you look at the way that the library raids had been done and stuff like that, the guards have had a much too soft a touch on these people for, for such a long time that now they've gotten ballsy. Um, and the far right in Ireland has gotten way well, too Most protesters get ballsy. I mean, I, I thought the best example no, of good, but, uh, but actually the best example of good policing and protests was the Saturday before last where you had the uh, Posey Parker people and then you had the, the Paul Murphy people um, and they were there was a barrier with a 500 metre kind of gap between the two. And they could all shout and roar at each other all day. And I thought that was the best form of protesting, the best form of policing that, you know, they let them both protest their brains out and yet they couldn't get near each other so there was no trouble. And I thought that was really, yeah. and well done to the guards on that particular day. I thought it was very, it was a good strategic oh, look, uh, move. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was there that day and it was, it sure was you incredibly were. well. Were like, you holding that sign that said, suck my trans balls? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't, but I'm 95% sure I know who it was. But, uh, oh, okay. uh, Is the person was, trans? No, like, what, uh, by any stretch of the imagination or was it just, no? no. The, 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 person, the person is trans. Oh, okay. uh, but... They, to be honest, right, I think when, when you look at what kind of happened with, with drag queen story hours and stuff like that around this country, where there were people going in and, you know, absolutely oh, don't go into the dra- Don't children. go into the drag queen story hours. Maureen and John will start on a roll <laughs> and you'll never stop. I'm, I'm, I'm sure they will. But at the end, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that there was people who were involved in doll protests who've been going around to libraries and absolutely terrorising public civil servants for months now and the guards have had such a light touch with them that they eventually built up to what happened he, at the doll where again, they felt no, brave he's, and he's, enough. He's throwing everyone under the one on, under the one bus now. They, I was approached there by people in Cox City. They put in the two pedestrian crossings in Patrick Street. They put in stripes, rainbow colours, right, to uh, sure the, the impression was that Cox is a, is, is a gay-friendly city, right? And there was people going to paint out them signs, and I stopped them. I said, why would you do that? Like, leave it alone. Mm. So don't and be hating everyone, you see. And, but, but, see but, and the point you're making is you were one of those ones in the library, by the way. No, I, I wasn't uh, one of the ones. I supported the street protests. Yeah, the street protests at the library in Cork, yeah. I wasn't in the library. No, 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 there. outside the library. Outside the library, yeah, yeah. Mm. Outside the outside the library, I don't I don't have an issue with. It was the people that stormed every library in this country. That's who I have who issue stormed? with. Who stormed? I don't think it's stormed libraries. Uh, yes, they, yes. Oh, where, where did they storm? They bar- John, did they storm they, the library in Cork? I don't remember that. They, no, they, 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 didn't, the they didn't storm. They didn't storm. What, what actually happened in Cork? Where were they? They brought it. They actually went away and they brought this book is gay, a copy of it. They then went into the library inside and they said they wanted it, they felt it was inappropriate for 12-year-olds and whatever to be looking at this. They then took the book that they bought and tore it up. But the impression given by the local paper and local media and the media in general was, outside of the show, of course, was that they took the book off the shelf and they damaged library property. That was a lie. Hmm. That was a lie. I mean, I don't know, Adam, I've seen the book, This Book is Gay, which is the one they keep talking about. And um, I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't want a 12-year-old reading it. No, you would not. No, no it's a disgrace. No. I, and by the way, I had the Deputy Lord, or the former Lord Mayor Cork on at the time, and he said he wouldn't want anyone reading it either. The current Lord Mayor has a different attitude towards it. But, what, what, Adam, you know, I, I, I don't want to go into library discussion today. No, 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 I won't. I won't. No. But what I, my, the point I was making was, was that the soft touch of the guards led to the fact now 
about like this is all building up to this happening and i feel like if there isn't a completely robust form mm. of policing on these type of protests and i and i would say like, on both sides by the way i just think it's unfair constantly having a go it's like you know far left are good far right are bad i the thing is i have not seen the far like i have ah, come, come on you come on you've seen you've, ne- you've never seen the behavior of antifa on a regular basis not in this, not, not in this country ah, now would you stop it antifa in this country and and you know i look I follow a lot of the, the Antifa kind of, the, the big Antifa people in this country on Twitter. Um, I keep up to date. I mean, Some of them are quite nasty. Some of them are quite nasty, but I think kind of... Just it, like some of the people on the right, on the far right, are quite nasty. You know what I mean? I, uh, I think it's a disproportionate uh, okay. <laughs> figure more. Okay, well, maybe, maybe um, that's it. Maybe it's because you're looking from your point of view and I look from well, a different I, I point think, of view. I think, the far, I, think, I, think the far, I think the far left have an issue with people who have a political opinion on something, I think the far right have a hatred of people because of... No, I mean, no, Adam, the far left have a hatred of the far right, the far right have a hatred of the far left. That's just the way it is. I mean, but you're you're entitled to be conservative. People are entitled to be conservative, just like people are entitled to be liberal. But there's also, there's ways of going about it that, like what we saw at the doll, that it would seem that the conservative community in, in Ireland um, now it can be a small yes. proportion of that. Yeah, they're, 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 anybody behaves like that's a scumbag. Yeah, anyone that's anyone who behaves in that manner is just a scumbag. We know that. Listen, Adam, I've run out of time. Thank you very much indeed, Adam. I appreciate you coming on the air, John, Maureen, uh, Tony, everybody else who got involved in the conversation. Thank you. Now, um, some of the messages, by the way, we're coming in. The country is mad. Politicians can't answer basic questions anymore, and now want people who elected them to be kept away. That comes from Gavin on WhatsApp. Um, will we see more hotels closed down and turned into glorified accommodation centres, says Donald. Derek says, how about they represent the people and uh, no need for protests at all? Uh, Carol says, maybe if they did their jobs, uh, we pay them to do, there wouldn't be any protests. But nah, that will never happen, she says. So serves them right. Yes, the only, these thugs are taking away the people's right to protest with their behaviours, said Sarah, Sandra. Um, Colin says, no, Catherine Quigley says there was some bad behaviour, but we've seen worse. Don't forget, one of those clowns called it a sterile zone. That's what a lot uh, think of Irish citizens. We are beneath contempt in their uh, exhaled view. Wonder if that's why Sinn Féin are leading the polls. Um, loads of people, by the way, messages in. And by the way, thank you to everybody who sent in your messages at 85 Now, before I... Say goodbye and tell you we'll be back again tomorrow at 12. Thank you to everybody who got involved in the show. Thank you to everybody for your WhatsApp messages. But can I say something? We need more support. We need help to continue doing this every single day. And we will continue doing this every single day to give you a voice. Be you on the left, be you on the right. We don't care. We don't care what political view you might have. We want to put a show together every day so you can have your voice uncensored. You can have your voice. And to do that, we need your support. So thank you to all of those, by the way, who have supported us so far. It's clearly not enough, but all of those who support us, thank you. If you can't afford to support us, we still thank you, by the way. You can still watch it live, just like this, every single day. You can still listen to it live every single day. For free. Nobody's ever going to stop you doing that. We want to avoid, obviously, having any advertising up there or there or down here or whatever. We don't want to have advertisers. Because if we have advertisers, well then, 
we're in trouble because we're at the behest of an advertiser to continue doing the show. And I don't want to go down that route. I always said we wouldn't want to go down that route, road unless we really had to. So we want you to support us. It's not much to ask. It's the cost of a pint of beer once a month. Would you buy me a pint of beer once a month? I'm sure you would. If you met me somewhere, you'd say, good show last week. No, show show last week. No, but good show this week. Whatever. A pint of beer. Just go to the website and buy us a pint of beer. That's all we're asking, essentially. So go to the website, www.nileboylan.com. That's nileboylan.com. On there, you will see a register button. As soon as you open up the site, you'll see it. It's at the very, very top. Register. Just click it. And it's five ninety nine to register per month. Or indeed, you can pay it by the year if you want to. And it's a lot cheaper. So we'd ask you to do that. And we will have a lot of exclusive interviews. And we have already had some interviews that are only available, by the way, in the video section there. Remember, of course, you can listen to the show on Spotify or on the website for free or on iTunes and all the usual platforms for free once the show is finished in about an hour or so. But if you want to watch the show and you want to watch all the previous interviews as well as ones that you wouldn't have on Spotify, and there are some there that are not on Spotify, and some other ones we will be doing, there's one in particular that's coming up very soon, by the way, that it's going to blow everything out of the water. But you will have to be a member to watch it or you'll have to be registered to watch it because it won't be going up for free. And that's the only way that we can survive is by making some sort of money to pay for all of this. So thank you to everybody who's already subscribed to us Thank you very much indeed. We really appreciate it. And thank you to everybody who's going to do it in 10 minutes' time when we finish. So I really appreciate it. Go now to the website, www.nileboylan.com and support us. Keep me in a job. Keep my producer out of hospital. Keep our content director in money. We're not getting paid at the moment, but we hope we will soon be able to get paid for what we do every single day. Thank you. We'll talk to you again tomorrow at 12. Until then, have a great day. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube, and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 085-100-2255. The Niall Boylan Podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms. 